From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Java Chapman, filling in for Kevin Farrell, also here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. With only a few more days left in July, the school year is almost here. And for many families, the days will be getting shorter and busier than ever. So who has time to cook a healthy and delicious meal for their family? You do. We want you to ditch the drive-through today as we focus on those quick and tasty meals that are family-friendly and easy to prepare for a long day of work and school. Also, if you have a recipe from your kitchen that you want to share, make sure you join the conversation. Share your comments and experience this morning by calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Java Chapman filling in for Kevin Farrell on this Monday morning. And as always, I'm here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And with only a few more days in the month of July... Can you believe it? The school year is almost here. And for many families, the days will be getting shorter and busier than ever. So who has time to cook a healthy and delicious meal for your family? Well, you do. We want you to ditch the drive through today as we focus on those quick and tasty meals that are family friendly and easy to prepare after a long day of school and work. Also, if you have a recipe to share, we want you to join the conversation. Call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 877 672-7464 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org This is Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman and filling in for Kevin Farrell as I said and already Deborah, my mouth is watering because we bring <laughs> something in uh, every morning you bring something in every morning and I've been salivating over it. Wow, that's a nice <laughs> word, salivating on a Monday morning. <laughs> so I'm trying to bring my bring my radio 101 back. And uh, before we talk about this delicious dish, which is what did I say? Uh, uh, legit breakfast. Legit breakfast. <laughs> uh, how how has your weekend been since, oh, since last Monday? Gosh, I have had like the most incredible weekend ever. I mean, it's just been so many fantastic things, you know, happened. Of course, since the book's been released, but. Um, on this week, I had a chance to um, have a seminar with the Clinton Public School System, which was really fantastic. I did a motivational uh, piece for them um, this week, and that was just a whole bunch of fun. We got a lot of great feedback from there. And, of course, I'm really stoked about the event that's coming up on uh, August the 23rd here at MPB. You know, yes. we're doing a two-hour telethon, and it's called Watch Us Shine. Watch Us Shine, man. Watch Us Shine. Yes, I'm really excited about that. So how was your weekend? I got a chance to meet your lovely wife, and we all had lunch together. That was like the highlight of my week. Yeah. She's such a doll. And that was that was a Tuesday. That was early, early last week. Uh, yeah, um, my wife, Crystal, and I actually celebrated our middle child's uh, second birthday 
on Saturday. Happy birthday, So she turned baby. two, and her birthday is actually the same day as Crystal's mother. So every time um, it's Marley's birthday, it's uh, Crystal's mother's birthday. So we had like a joint birthday party, splash party. We were out and uh, just jumping in and out the pool. And uh, I have to show you some pictures. It was a Minnie oh. Mouse theme. So she had like a little Minnie Mouse bathing suit on. Oh, and that's at two so years, At two years old, she has all the personality already. I mean, yeah, <laughs> girls kind of just come here with a lot of personality. And one thing we did have, uh, Crystal, she uh, she put some time in for the birthday party. She uh, handmade the uh, cupcakes oh, that wow. we had. So she wow. made some uh, made some chocolate and vanilla cupcakes for everybody. And, um, yeah, we had, had a pretty good weekend. I think that's pretty cool because whether you're 2 or 92, you never get too old for Mickey, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Every, and she made some uh, uh, um, with the Mickey Mouse ears for everybody, like handmade those. So uh, everybody was rocking them from my, my uh, dad and, you know, all the way down to the two-year-old. So everybody was rocking the, the Mickey ears. <laughs> so I want to, you know, just stop and say good morning to my Monday morning man. I hope he's tuning in and listening to us this morning, Kevin. I always miss you when you're not here, but it was really great hanging out with him on Tuesday. I normally don't get to see you guys except on Mondays unless something else is going on. So I'm always excited you know, when we have that extra outside curricular activity together. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was cool. And I remember the last time I uh, filled in for Kevin, uh, we got a surprise call. So I don't know, maybe we get a call this morning. <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs> but uh, this morning, like like every uh, Monday, you brought us in something delicious. I already have one plate. And when we go to our next break, <laughs> I'm going to get another plate because this, this is good. I call it a legit breakfast. So go ahead and tell us what you brought today. Well, listen, we're getting ready to send those babies back to school. And I know no parent is really excited that their kids are getting ready to go back to school. I don't know about that one now. I don't know about that one. They beg to differ. (laughs) But you do want to send them back happy. And you want to send them back healthy and whole. And one of the you know wonderful ways to do that is send them back to school with a, a hearty breakfast every morning. And so, you know, when I got up this morning and I started preparing the dish, I really thought about my mom. My mom, hey doll, if you're listening, um, <laughs> was just so amazing. She got up every morning, Jabba. I don't ever remember going to school without a cooked breakfast. Uh, but of course, that was a different time in history. But she got up every morning before everybody else in the house. And you could smell the breakfast, you know, and that's how that was really our wake up call. Your alarm clock. Right. Because, you know, it's kind of hard to stay asleep when you smell good food that's cooking. Like, uh oh, <laughs> mom, mom's in the kitchen. Time to wake up. Right, right. So she would get up early. But one of her go to meals for us was oatmeal. And so today I made an oatmeal, but we, t- your word was oatmeal on steroids. On oh, steroids, everybody. <laughs> this is, I, you go ahead and describe it. I probably can't do it justice because I'm about to take another bite. <laughs> So this really is a traditional oatmeal, but what I did this morning is I simply um, roasted a couple of peaches. You know, this is a great time of year for fresh peaches, and we have a few apples that are really sweet, and they're delicious uh, golden apples. I have some um, cranberries and toasted pecans, and we infused those once they were baked into the, on top of, rather, the oatmeal. And I simply just add a little extra cream on top with a little bit of homemade caramel. I drizzle just okay. a tiny bit on top, put it back in the oven for just a few minutes on on warm, just so I could keep it warm until we got it here. And I think it's a fan. The visual is it's absolutely beautiful. 
and it's really super, super yummy. And it was really sweet, you know, to hear you and Ezra. And he's such a doll. He's <laughs> like, wow, this is really good. So, you know, I'm always excited when you have those moments. And and it's a this is something you can prepare the night before because I know everybody's really busy now. Moms are getting up and they're getting they're going to school with the kids or they're going to work. They don't everybody doesn't have, you know, a whole lot of time. Very few of us now are really stay at home moms. And so this is something really that you can put together Java the night before. And, uh, you know, as soon as the alarm clock goes off, you can put it in the oven and just let it warm while the kids are getting dressed, while you're getting dressed. When you go through, I believe it's Starbucks, you can get a cup of oatmeal for about three bucks. Same thing at McDonald's. I think it's going to cost you about two dollars to get a cup of oatmeal. Well, you can fix this whole meal for your family for less than five bucks. And it's a huge dish of oatmeal. So if you've got a family of four or five, this is a, you know, a perfect thing. Or you can scale it down to individual, you know, servings. But starting Mm -hmm. off the day with something warm is always a good way to leave the house in the morning. Yeah, it's been a a person who was in the classroom um, as a teacher for a while, I can tell when kids come in and they have had breakfast or they haven't had breakfast, you know, everybody, you can eat breakfast at the schools now, but, uh, you know, something about when you have breakfast at home, you right. know, that you can kind of kind of tell. And the one thing I did like what you said was this can be prepared the night before. A lot of uh, meals uh, before families should be, I guess, prepared ahead of time because you don't really have that much time. Right. When dealing with um, the little ones, because from my personal experience this morning, <laughs> it's me, my wife, uh, three month year old, uh, two year old and a five year old. So you can, you. you can only imagine. <laughs> no, what, I can't. <laughs> a, after, after the alarm clock goes off and everybody's up in the morning, we literally have PBS on the screen to get them together. We're getting everybody dressed and teeth brushed and uh, breakfast and vitamins. So it's good to have something like this where it's it's a it's a little bit more than breakfast. <laughs> like I said, it's breakfast oatmeal on steroids. Yeah, but it's something that you know, it's it's a great way again to to give your kids a superfood meal before they leave out of the house. Um, you know, and it's a great way to add a lot of fruit, you know, to their morning to, you know, that will create natural energies as they go out throughout the day. Because the sugars in here are, are natural from the fruit. Well, it's so <laughs> this dish is so I, I just it's so sweet. Wow. It's like somebody put a cup of sugar on it, but it's all from the fruit. Well, not all of it. Of course, a little bit of it is from the natural, from the caramel that I added this morning. But you don't have to add that on there. I did that because, you know, we've got a bunch of grown babies in here. That's a little secret secret ingredient right there. Yeah. (laughs) But um, fruit will produce all the natural sweetness that you need, whether, you know, you're using raisins, cranberries, peaches, apples, bananas, and when you're pairing them with oatmeal, it's just a really great way uh, to put the dish together. Um, well, now, but now I want, did have a question. When you said that you roasted the um, roasted the peaches, for somebody who is a half a star on a five-star scale in the kitchen, what is roasted when you roast it? How, how do you do that? Well, you're just <laughs> going to basically slice up your peaches. And I, I did them in little cubes and same thing with my apples. And I put them on a baking dish and you, and I added just a tiny bit of uh, cinnamon and nutmeg across the fruit okay. and put them in the oven. There's no oil or anything added. You may want to put a piece of parchment paper down in your baking dish. And that's so it won't stick. So right? it won't stick to the, 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 your baking sheet. Okay. At, exactly. And then I, Put the oven on 365. You want that temperature. And you can actually go, you know, 
400 if you want to do it more crisp. I didn't really want that. About 15 to 18 minutes in the oven, and you'll have a nice bite of roasted fruit. You can just use it fresh if you want to, but I like the idea, you know, just for visual appeal and just for the the extra texture. I just wanted to roast it up this morning. Now, see, this is, this is something that I forget. I mean, I have, being that my wife is a working uh, mother, uh, I have to get in the kitchen myself sometimes. I, I know my way around, but just you saying adding that cinnamon and nutmeg to the apples and to the peaches is something that I just wouldn't have uh, thought of. And and putting it in the oven and roasting it, you know, that's that's something. You can you can add a little bit of uh, cinnamon and nutmeg, or you know, it depends on what it is. You may want to add just a little bit of sprinkle of uh, sea salt to just intensify the taste. It depends on who your audience is. Okay, and um, like I said, I'm about to go get me another plate, so we're gonna <laughs> go ahead and take a break. Uh, this is Deep South Dining of Java Chapman filling in for Kevin Fair this morning, sitting here with the lovely Miss Deborah Hunter, and uh, school is about to be in. So today we're talking all about those quick and easy family friendly meals from breakfast, lunch, to dinner. And if you want to join the conversation, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 If you have an uh, email that you want to send in, a recipe, you can send it to food at mpbonline.org. And when we come back, we'll tell you what we can do with that plain old chicken. Now, everybody has it, but we're going to let you know what you can do with it. Come back right now on Deep South Dining. And we're back here on Deep South Dining of Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And this morning we're talking about quick and family, uh, quick and easy family meals that are just right for today's busy lifestyle. Yeah, we're coming up on the end of June. And if you can't believe it, August is around the corner. And that means the uh, top of the school year. They just had the tax free weekend. I know here in Jackson, and um, that signals <laughs> the beginning of the school year. Yeah, the babies start back to school. I do believe it's August the eighth for mm-hmm. most of the kids in the city. So, we're wishing everybody a really wonderful and healthy and happy school year. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good thing. Got to get that education. And right now, hopefully, we can we we always get something from this caller right here, uh, Kathleen in Osaka. I so love her. Is on the line. <laughs> How you doing, Kathleen? Good morning. Hey, Kathleen. Well, I'm doing pretty good today. At least I can breathe out here in the morning air this morning. <laughs> it's yeah. not so high. Java, Java, when you said you're going to get something for me, I'm going to give you a gold star, honey. <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't even complain about being in the kitchen. It's just a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. Listen, uh, uh, you know Deborah and I agree on a lot of the cooking for families, but just for young people or maybe even older people that don't have chance to cook every day. What you do is if you're going to bake a chicken, put two in. It takes the same amount of time, and you use the same energy. Eat one now, break it down, let it cool completely, and then freeze it. Absolutely. You can pop it in the oven. I try to get everybody to cook on weekends and cook maybe uh, two chickens in the bottom oven, a roast or something like that, and on top, make uh, black-eyed peas or make red beans and rice or make spaghetti and portion it up yourself mm-hmm. in those little reusable containers so that when job is in charge, you can <laughs> stuff hit the microwave button. I know if he can do all that, he can do the microwave button pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's in my repertoire uh, early. I learned that early. <laughs> <laughs> I make coffee once a week, and I make about a gallon. 
And if you keep it in a glass container and you don't put sugar or milk in it, it's as fresh on Monday as it is on Friday. And then you can, if you want, here we go with the ice cubes again, put it in an ice cube tray and freeze it and keep the cubes in your freezer. When you want a cup of coffee and you want it fresh right then, just take a couple of cubes, Kim, get it in the microwave, and you're ready to go. Well, I know it that is, cold brew is uh, real, real popular right now. Well, yeah, it is, and uh, they're starting to realize that, you know, some of us old people know what we're talking about. So <laughs> there is that little bit of cred that you get for being over 50. I won't say how much, but enough. <laughs> <laughs> One of the yeah, things that my grandfather I'm, I'm, used to... I'm going to have your book ordered for me over in Macomb, and there's a bookstore in the mall there, and they said they'd order it, but i got to go in and, and take care of it first. But I wanted to thank you because out here, we don't have anything. You know, wow. If the gas station closes, you can't even get a, a cookie. <laughs> wow. Well, can I tell you, I really appreciate your kindness uh, always, Kathleen, and, and being so supportive, and to everybody who's gone out and purchased My Delicious Mississippi Life. Uh, I was excited when they did say to us that you could go to your local bookstore and request a copy. So it's made it easier for people who don't go online and want to use credit cards in order. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Kathleen, for uh, joining us this morning. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can give us a call right now. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Also, you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, we said we was going to talk about, uh, I know a staple in a lot of people's kitchen, including my own, is uh, is chicken. And just I, we had this conversation a little bit, uh, I think, last week, Deborah. I was saying I'm trying to get out of the habit of just getting the chicken. I throw it out uh, and douse it in Tony's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, and especially when you're talking about cooking for kids and even, you know, with oatmeal, you don't want to, you know, overload them with sugar and you don't want to overload them with salt. And you really don't want to do that as an adult to yourself. You want to find a nice, healthy uh, you know, balance when you're in the kitchen. Um, chicken in the morning for me, a lot of times is just not something that I will always go to. That's more like, you know, and you can do chicken and biscuits. You know, that's a pretty popular thing yeah. you do for breakfast in the morning. Uh, but, you know, when you're talking about sending these little kids out, you know, going to school, I'm really, you know, hoping that parents will feed them, you know, a lot of um, grain products, a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables, you know, to kind of stimulate that brain, give them a little bit of yogurt in the morning. Keep it really, really fresh because you don't want them to crash by lunchtime, you know, or you don't want them to, you know, have a really bad attitude in the morning. And and so starting them off fresh is a really great way to do that. Even when you're buying your juice, you know, if, if you can afford a juicer, it's really nice to have. So you can make sure that what you're giving your babies is really fresh. If not, you know, just kind of be very cautious about you know, the type of orange juice and the type of apple juice that you may be giving them in the morning. One of the things that, we, you know, we do uh, uh, with my granddaughter is um, we do a lot of flavored waters. She's, uh, of course, she's a little bit older. Dakota's 11 now. So, you know, that's kind of uh, sassy for her to ha- walk <laughs> around with a, 
a bottle of water and it's got fresh fruit in it and, and, you know, basil and mint leaves. And she's really excited about that. So we want to send the babies out. So, but with the chicken, you know, you can, especially as a parent, you know, you can think about, you know, you got to come home. Yeah. That's, the, you know, for the, for the dinner time. Yeah. And what do you like? Oh, okay. Let's bake some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, baked chicken is always a family classic that, you know, uh, it's, it's nothing like a nice baked chicken, but you may want to use your crock pot. Um, yes. It's a nice way to to get your chicken done. You can you know put a whole hen in a crock pot, or you can put your chicken parts in a crock pot, and you can add in some you know some fresh vegetables like your potatoes and your carrots, a little bit of celery, some bell pepper and onions, and then when you come home in the evening, once you know you get home, then you may only want to fix something like some rice, or you know some potatoes. Uh, to serve or some pasta to serve with that. So absolutely, chicken is always a plus. And and the great thing is, is chicken is kind of one of those things you can barbecue it. You know, you can do baked butter chicken, lemon glazed chicken. You can, you know, it's just a thousand different things that you can do. Um, chicken sloppy joes. You know, it's just so many incredible things that you can do with chicken. Once upon a time, when I I guess had some more time, I was uh, uh real good with my orange chicken. Yeah. With a little Asian Asian style, I even had the the fresh oranges, and I would zest them a little bit. That's when when I, when I had time to look on the internet for a recipe, but now I don't. So if I, <laughs> so let me let me paint the picture. I, I pick up the uh, shorties from from uh, from daycare. We get home. It's about five thirty. Uh, if if before I left the morning, I could have put uh, chicken. I could have put potatoes. You said bell pepper, some onions. All in the crock pot. All the yummy stuff that you want to add into your crock pot with your chicken and, you know, and then just let it slow cook. And, of course, you have to be really careful to make sure that you're following safety tips. You know, uh, there are some crock pots that will have an automatic discharge if it, you know, if it gets too hot or if there's an issue, it'll just cut itself off. So because you want to keep your house safe while you're gone doing the, you know, and it's all these regulations about using those kinds of things when you're not at home that you want to kind of consider. Um, I don't know that I always follow the rule. <laughs> well, um, I know my my wife. She's um, she's real good with the crock pots, and I've even uh, ventured out where you just uh, you put the chicken in uh, with your uh, seasonings and a lot of barbecue sauce, and it will become sort of like a almost like pulled chicken okay. with the um, with so the you barbecue can make a sauce. Nice, you can make a nice sloppy joe with there that, you go. and mm-hmm. it's and it's really fantastic. And you can you know use your chicken breast, so you can go skinless. It's just it's just so many amazing things that you can do. Yeah, chicken is just that that's that versatile versatile uh, protein from breakfast to dinner. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go back to the phone lines. You can join the conversation one eight seven seven MPB ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's talk with uh, Jesse in Mobile. Good morning. Hey, Jesse. Good morning. Morning. Is this just breakfast or any time meals are talking? You can talk about any type meal. We're talking about getting the family ready for school, but if you want to go ahead and give us something for any time, I'm ready. Well, speaking of crock pots, you seen the Instapots? No, I haven't. Tell me about that. Okay. Crock-Pot has their own version of the Instapot. It's a pressure cooker slash crock pot. Okay. I've done collard greens in 20 minutes. Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Once they're cleaned, add your usual ingredients, even the stems are tender because of the pressure. Wow. And the way Crock-Pot designs theirs, once it's finished cooking, it goes into keep warm mode. 
I absolutely love that. And see, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing, Jesse, you know, about getting the family ready for school is that we do have all this great technology that families can use to make dinner time or even breakfast time a lot easier. I thought I'd share that along with, uh, have you ever done spaghetti bordelaise? I have not. Okay, it's one of Emerald's recipes. It's one of my wife's favorites. It's chicken or chicken tenders, whichever is easiest for you. It's spaghetti, and then you come with Italian seasoning and olive oil. That's your basic ingredient. So you've got pasta, you've got olive oil, you've got seasoning, and you've got either chicken out by itself, or you can put it in with the pasta. So, Jason, let me tell you, in my neighborhood, honey, we just call that chicken uh, spaghetti. (laughs) 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 I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. You have a good day. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for that, Jesse. Yeah, a lot of times you do find that with uh, different recipes, depending on where you go and who's doing it. You be like, well, this is spaghetti borderline. This is chicken yeah, spaghetti. Chicken spaghetti. Like, come on, now. chicken spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go to our friend Frank from Jackson. Good morning, Frank. How you doing, sir? I'm doing just fine. Oh, I don't believe it. Is this our Frank on the phone? No, really? that is true. I don't think uh, Frank has been on Deep South Dining in a, in a little while. Yeah. I'm so happy decided, right now. <laughs> I decided to wake up this morning. <laughs> well, good morning um, to you. I like to share my experience between juicing and making smoothies. Ah, okay. When you do when you do a juicing, you throw away a lot of pulp. And for years, I tried to find ways to use the pulp. So finally, my wife said, "Well, you got a three hundred dollar blender over there. Just stick it in the blender." So when you put your whole fruits and vegetables in the blender along with, a, say, a head of lettuce and a piece of ginger, an apple, and maybe some bananas, you can consume the whole fruit, and it sticks to your ribs a lot better than if you just drink the juice. Absolutely. And, uh, so I don't feel guilty because I don't throw anything away now. One thing I do caution against is using water out of the tap. Use the natural water that's in your fruits and vegetables. Because uh, it's filtered water, and don't get those protein powders because the human body doesn't need any protein. Uh, the human body needs uh, amino acids, and if you don't get the amino acids from fruits, then the body has to break down whatever protein you got and convert it into amino acids, and then the body can use it. So I would just getting a good uh, blender, like a Vitamix, and use that to pulverize all your fruits and vegetables, and stay away from juicing. Juicing is messy, messy cleanup, and you throw away a lot of the good stuff. So, Frank, you just wanted to call and tell me that you had a $300 blender today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Look, okay, you, okay. Can put the, you can put that on the list for Christmas gifts that you'll send us at MPB this Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> it's good Thank to hear you from you. Have a wonderful morning. Uh, yeah, thanks, Frank. Now, when Frank said about those uh, those protein powders, then I don't know how I'm gonna uh, how I'm gonna buff up. I thought that was you know you put the protein powders in your smoothies and, and you get brolic and you know get get the muscles. But well, the that body I, does need protein, so you that know, I don't it, have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll continue the conversation after the break. Uh, we got Timothy from Louisiana on the line, and if you want to join the conversation, show uh, share what you're doing in the kitchen, whether it's uh, cooking for one or cooking for your family as the school year approaches. 
approaches. It's one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. And when we come back from the break, I'll talk a little bit about how you can try to get your little ones in on the act when it's uh, dinner time. How to get them in the kitchen and uh, start their cooking journey early. You can join the conversation one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 1877 MPB Ring. This is Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. back. This is Deep South Dining. I'm Jabba Chapman. And in case you have to run away from the show right now, you can always listen back on our website, mpbonline.org. We know everybody can't just sit around and listen to one hour of great Deep South Dining uh, with Deborah Hunter and I this morning. But you can always listen back on the podcast, mpbonline.org, or subscribe with any podcast app. Uh, we've been talking about family meals this morning, but you can also let us know what you're doing in the kitchen. Like I said, whether you're cooking for one or cooking for the entire family. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and talk with Timothy from Louisiana. Good morning, Timothy. Good morning. I want to share something that my mother and I did as when I was little, and that was to get out the turkey roaster at this time of year and make up a whole turkey roaster full of sloppy joe. Oh, wow. And then we'd freeze it in little jars. And my job every morning was to get a jar of that out of the freezer so that we got home from school, we could heat that up and uh, have some sandwiches, you know, as an after-school food. But I want to share this with you, too. You know, cooking in those pressure cookers is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Okay, uh looks like we lost Timothy. That's our uh I love when Tim always calls in. He has a a unique perspective uh living off there in the I, I guess it's not offensive to say the swamps of Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh it, it's funny that he said that that uh his mother gave him a job. Like every day he his job was to go to the freezer and get the uh sloppy joes down so they could have them for later. And that's the kind of one thing I um, wanted to talk about was getting the kids in the in the kitchen um that could also help with dinner time because i know like i said my situation is when picked up the kids from daycare we get home and it's a mad dash to the kitchen like uh i need my juice i need my snack i'm trying to cook dinner or my wife's trying to cook dinner but every once in a while we have our ducks in a row (laughs) and we'll pull the kids into the kitchen and have them stirring and pouring and things like that I am so glad that your wife's got you on on daddy patrol like that. I think it's so sweet that you just, you know, you're in there and you're volunteering and you're helping. And there are a lot of dads that do that, you know, all over the country. And you're absolutely right. Getting the kids involved, Java, is is really huge. And they want to be involved. Yes, they do. They they really want to to be in the kitchen and they want to put their hands on things and they want to touch things and taste things while they're cooking. And it's a great way, you know, and I've always said this to – share history moments with them. It's a, you know, it's a great time to educate them about math and about science because, you know, as they're learning, it's a great way to reinforce fractions and, um, 
you know, all kinds of mathematical terminology along with, you know, where food comes from. So it's just a brilliant thing to have them in the kitchen. And it's also great bonding time. Yes, yes, yes. It's great bonding time. And it's a great way to teach them basic, you know, responsibilities for being a part of this particular tribe. You know, so you learn to wash dishes, you learn to sweep up the floor, you know, you learn to put things away and, and everybody's in the kitchen together, spending time together. So I think it's perfect. Yeah, because uh, chicken nuggets and french fries are not hard to cook. But when you tell them to you go, let's go to the freezer, let's go to the refrigerator, let's get the things, get the plates, you know, when it's time to uh, be done, let's put them in the, uh, put up, put away our dishes in the sink. Like you say, is uh, teaching those habits and, and how to be a part of the unit. Absolutely. And not just a wanter. A- absolutely. <laughs> Which they can do very well. I want my juice. <laughs> let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk with uh, Jesse from Madison. Good morning, Jesse. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you guys this morning? Fantastic, Jesse. Good to hear your voice today. That's good. I actually got a comment. I called in a few weeks back about trying to work with a uh, Carolina Reaper pepper, and I was having trouble working with it. I actually found a way to make it work to where you're just not going to overpower somebody (laughs) with that amount of heat. Oh, yeah, because it packs a punch. Yeah. The way I found it, and this is the only recipe I've come up with that seems to work, because um, I make my own barbecue sauce for when I'm smoking a brisket. Oh, wow. What I would do is I'd get a dried pepper and slice up just real small cubes of it. And whenever I'm getting ready to uh, simmer the barbecue sauce to thicken it up, put maybe one small cube in there and let the flavors just get soaked up. And before I set the barbecue sauce to cool overnight, just take the cube out and let it sit overnight after that. And it absorbs the flavor really good and just a mild amount of the heat. So how and it seems to work pretty good. It's almost like cooking with a uh, cayenne pepper rather than something as hot as the Reaper. Okay. So I, I guess my question is, is so how are you, how are you fishing it out? Like you've got all this barbecue sauce and you, so you, how are you fishing this little piece of, uh, well, I mean, it's a, it's a good enough size cube that I'm able to see it. It's about the size of a penny size cube. Okay, okay so in the sauce, he can he'll be able okay. to, to I got see. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's that, that's kind of because. <laughs> for the but, but even with that size of the reaper, I'm thinking you're still getting a lot of heat because it is such an extremely hot pepper. But I like hot food, so you know I'm happy with that, Jesse. I like yeah, it I mean, spicy. It, I mean, it still comes out significantly hotter than something like a cayenne pepper but it's if you mix if you mix it with the right ingredients it ends up being not just powerful enough to where it's just kind of eat nothing but heat you still end up having the flavor so it worked out pretty good well, fantastic. Well, we're glad you found a recipe that works. <laughs> yeah, you might have to come might have to come by MPB and we'll have a... Uh, no, uh, I'm a not Je- volunteering for that. <laughs> we'll no, have to, I'll let you and Jesse do that. <laughs> we have the Carolina Reaper, the Carolina Reaper Challenge. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jesse. Thanks for calling in this morning. Uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, little shows on YouTube is actually, it's, it's called um, Hot Ones, where they eat hot wings um, and they ask questions like an interview show. And at each level they go, Higher and higher and higher up that uh up that uh was it the Scoville level with the um with the different amount of heats and at a certain point it's just hot for the sake of hot it's not even tasty it's just like 
how much fire can I put inside my mouth? <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, that's 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 not my forte either. I'm I'm not a spicy a spicy guy. But I did have a question for you, Deborah. In the kitchen, how do you use your breadcrumbs or panko crumbs? Oh, what do you gosh, do with them? There's so many things you can do. You know, uh, from uh, adding them on top of uh, casseroles. Mm-hmm to breading chicken and fish with them. So, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of uh, things you can do. You can add them into your meatloaf uh, for fillers. You can add them into your burgers. It just really depends on what you, you know, you're cooking. Because I know a lot of times with uh, the little ones, um, um, with the panko, it just gives that extra little crunch to uh, say maybe like some, you know, skinless chicken or something like that. And if you don't want to give the kids the, the bread, you can mm-hmm. always use nuts like sesame seeds mm. and, uh, you know, other little bites, pecans, raisins. If they don't have, I'm saying raisins, pecans <laughs> and almonds, if they don't have nut allergies, you may want to do that to give them that extra little bite that we're always looking for mm-hmm. in a dish. And uh, a lot of times, even when I'm preparing, there's a particular pasta dish that I do, um, and it's just an, a traditional fettuccine, but instead of uh, adding a protein as far as meat is concerned, I just simply add um, fresh mint and pecans. And it gives you that still overwhelmingly delicious taste that you're looking for. And it's that bite of that sensation that you get along with the pasta and the, you know, the Parmesan cheese. It's just really delicious. So and you then, don't have always have to have meat or bread in everything that you do. Yeah, that was, and, and it's probably... It's, uh, um, not as heavy as with the the meat uh, with the chicken or something like that, but it's it's probably just as filling. It, well, it's it's actually a very delicious bite, and um, you know, and it and it is you know for me, it's not trying to eat meat in every dish. So a lot of times in breakfast, you know, when I'm starting out in the morning, I won't really eat meat products. Um, what I'm trying to have is as much fruit as I can, you know, to start my day off. And if I want some protein, then I'm probably doing something like an egg, egg white, you know, or boiled eggs in the morning. And then by the time lunch comes, I can add a protein and the same thing with dinner. And that's also a good thing to, 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 um, take with us is in the mornings, we can kind of control what we eat, so to speak. As the day starts rolling around, things get busier and busier. And he's just like, oh, I'm so hungry. Let me just grab this. And it's, you know, where you have to, if if you prepared ahead of time, then you would. I think you can control your whole day. It's just what you just said. You But it's hard. It's hard, Ms. Deborah. It's hard. But you (laughs) have, it's what you said. You have to prepare for. And so if you're preparing your meals ahead of time, you know, just taking a, a little extra time to prepare something. And, and if you start the morning off with the wrong kind of fuel, then by the time lunchtime gets here, you really are extremely hungry by lunchtime. And so it's, you know, so in between breakfast, it's these little bitty wonderful snacks that you can take, you know, add a little, put fruit in a plastic bag, you know, some apples and pecans and raisins and cranberries and grapes, whatever it is. Pretzel sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something, something. That, yeah, you can, you know, you can, if you, that's what something you want to add, you can. But you can control your day. There's, you know, it's just making that extra effort. And the thing that I say, Java, is that you, you, you have to look at when you're eating food. And even though I'm a Southern girl and I love what we do here, you want to look at what the value of my life is going to look like long term. And so you want to make sure because you only get one year. And you want to teach your children that very early. So you want to enjoy delicious Southern foods, but you also want to have a balance in your life. You want to do what's right for your mind, body, and spirit at all times. Yeah. 
And what we're going to do for our mind, body, and spirit right now is take our last break for the hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to go ahead and take our last break for the hour. We're talking about uh, family meals. And as always, if you want to join the conversation, no matter if you're cooking for one or cooking for uh, the entire family, you can tell us what you're doing in your kitchen. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 When we get back from the break, we'll wrap up today's show as we've been talking about the upcoming school year. The kids are getting ready to go back and um, the days are going to get short, especially for families and working parents. So we give you a couple tips to um, make sure that you can eat healthy. You won't have to always, as I say, eat out of the bag, that drive through. It looks tempting, but you really don't want to make that kind of investment. Uh, join the conversation right now. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back. This is Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And this morning, we've been talking about uh, those quick family meals that is just right for today's busy lifestyle. What you can do with your chicken, how you can get your kids in on the in the kitchen and uh, help out on those family meals. I think that's one way to uh, I know for my house to calm down on the confusion is to give everybody a job, something to do. <laughs> <laughs> and we do want to um, thank Jesse. He's on his job this morning, and uh, he called in this earlier. Uh, Jesse from Mobile was talking about the pressure cooker and the uh, spaghetti. What was it? Borda, Bordelis? Chicken spaghetti. Chicken spaghetti. And he, uh, <laughs> and he, sent, he sent us the uh, emails with the link. Uh, it was a, what he's, uh, Emerald's recipe and also a link that we can go and uh, purchase the pressure cooker. I'm going to put it on my wish list and let you get that for me, Jesse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can send us an email to MPB food at mpbonline.org. And if you miss any of today's program, you can always go back to our um podcast mpbonline.org now uh deborah when you were younger were you all sitting down uh well i guess it was a different time because you were saying that your mom uh would wake up before everybody and make a, a cooked breakfast did y'all sit down and eat dinner every night like yeah, as a, as we a family did. I, I i grew up uh really in an amazing house and um uh, and i you know it's the memories that I carry from that are just priceless. My mother, um, you know, she was a stay-at-home mom. And that's not to be taken lightly because women who stay at home work, I believe, almost three times as much sometimes as it is, you know, going from nine to five because, they're, you know, they're cleaning up the house, they're preparing meals, they're running errands, they're, they're making sure that everything, everything is always done. And the house was always very immaculate. But, yes, we sit down 
every evening and we said prayer together over the table and we had dinner together. And it was a time where, you know, everybody didn't have cell phones and, um, and we had great conversation. And I think, you know, trying to get your family back to that, even if it's just once a month, you don't have to do that every day. You don't have to do that every week, but you know, to find that time at least once a month with you say to your family, this is our day. You know, we're going to put the cell phones down. We're going to take an hour. We're going to look at each other, eat together, laugh together, and love on each other in this moment because life is very progressive. We live in one of the most progressive times in history. Everything is moving faster and faster and faster. And so with that, you have to figure out how to take a moment to just slow down, you know, and say, hey, it's all about loving my family today and and staying connected. And um, like I said this morning when I got up to prepare the oatmeal, it was it was just a flood of memories of growing up. I'm a 60s baby. What can I say? (laughs) Now, I can't I can't uh, speak, I guess, to the parents of today's time right now, the parents who uh, have little ones in in 2018. Uh, It's almost like a little a little pressure to uh, live up to those times where everybody always has to sit down at the uh, at the family uh, table and, um, you know, and eat those meals. But with practices and after school activities and sometimes you have to stay at work late, it seems like, you know, you can't always make those big meals that you want to. Well, the meals don't have to be big meals, though. That's that's the thing. You don't have to cook a five course meal to enjoy your family. You know, make it quick, make it easy. It's about, you know, spending quality time. And that's, you know, dishes are simple, like, you know, cooking pasta dishes or like we were talking about earlier. Jesse talked about using the crock pot, um, the pressure cooker. You know, using we talked about doing chicken in the crock pot. So it's it's just really finding that time because it's 24 hours in a day for everybody. It's And it's something that I had to learn being a single mom is managing my time. The thing that I love watching with my daughter uh, taking care of her family. Cambry, she, she's a working girl. She works every day. She runs, manages the office, but she comes home and she cooks every day. And that's just been part of, you know, the generational process that we've carried on in the family. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to come home every day and cook a big meal. It could really just be uh, making sandwiches, but it's having that quality time that's really important. Yeah, and I know one thing, when you can uh, make those meals, it is important to, uh, <laughs> like the nutritionists say, uh, make those plates look like rainbows. You Absolutely. don't want a lot of browns and and uh, things. You want yellows and greens and oranges and, you know. Absolutely. And and then, you know, they're, they're, the other thing that you think about a lot of times why the plates end up with those kinds of color pads is because of economics, but there are so many wonderful programs like uh, the Food Network of Mississippi is a food gleaming a network that shares fresh fruits and vegetables with families and organizations. The same thing with the Society of St. Andrews because, you know, I have been among the working poor. And so sometimes you don't always have the money that you need, you know, to do everything that you want to to take care of your family. But there are some organizations out there that are trying their best to help as many families across the state as they can. And so, you know, it's a it's a great way, uh, again, to get those fresh fruits and vegetables that maybe you couldn't afford at the farmer's market or even at the grocery store. Yeah, I know. It was a, 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 the amazing the first time uh, 
our uh, son was eating uh, like some green beans, you know, it was, and it didn't have ketchup on them. <laughs> it was a, we had, to, we were, we were singing our praises. Like we came over that vegetable hump. Cause you know, as kids, Hey, I also have those. I only want chicken tenders and French fry palates. <laughs> I, I think too, our kids will really mimic what we do. And so if we make it exciting to eat fruits and vegetables, if if we don't really give them a choice, <laughs> uh, you know, because we get to control that. And you really do want to, when you think about, you know, the the economy and where we're going long term, you want your children to know how to take care of their bodies and how to eat healthy uh, because we don't know what the future holds. And so they need to learn those things very early and to develop those palates. But we as adults have the power we, you know, we go to the grocery store, we make the choices. And so we have to discipline ourselves. So then I, you know, in a loving way and eating good food is fun. I, you know, I grew up in Mississippi. We, it was nothing to go to the field and there was, you know, green beans and, and okra and corn and it was all fresh. And so when you go to the grocery store, you still have to decide not to buy those things that are just always something you can pop in the microwave. Yeah, a microwave is a, is a great tool now. It's, it's a, a wonderful tool. A, a lot of tools in the kitchen is one one of many. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to, we don't want to shame we don't want to shame the uh, <laughs> shame the microwave. Um, no. I wasn't trying to shame you, Java. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like I love, I love them. You know, it's it's. Uh, but what I think the point was though is in making sure that you eat as fresh as possible. Is what I'm saying. Whether you're using the microwave or not, is trying to because kids will truly mimic. You know what mommy and daddy say. You know or what they think is fun and important our children are truly watching us even with our food choices yeah now we're running up a little bit on time but i know the one thing that i i can cook to a certain degree in the uh in in the kitchen is uh fish fillets i can make a i can make a nice fillet uh whether it's um from the catfish or um also salmon we we i love i love that um just that, that pink little fish right there. <laughs> Adding fish to your diet is really good. Everybody needs a little omega-3 in their life. Yes, so it's a yes, great way yes. to get the kids to have, you know, and most children, you know, really do enjoy a nice fish. Uh, and one fish fillets at McDonald's, you know, is a pretty popular <laughs> deal. So you can do a fish fillet at home. And you were talking about what to do with those breadcrumbs earlier. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way to get that wonderful, beautiful coating, you know, uh, with a, a basic wash, a buttermilk wash in your uh, your breadcrumbs and then to sear that chicken i mean the fish it makes a nice fillet of fish sandwich yeah and especially when you put the breadcrumbs on the fish sometimes it's just one of those hectic moments and you say okay let's eat here's some chicken nuggets or it's actually fish <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the panko crumbs on it yeah. and then you know it's just they don't they can't really tell. They just well, you know. got little babies. They don't know really right now. So. Yeah, but when they when they know when they get older, I'm, they're gonna be like, "This is chick, chicken nuggets at a <laughs> at a fancy restaurant." I'm gonna be eating fish fillets. So I'm about this tastes like chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's like no, that's not how that's not how it goes right there. Um, well, this has been fun. I love filling in for Kevin. It's always good to be on this side of the microphone. Sometimes um, I want to thank Michelle for running the boards this morning, like a uh, producer hey, extraordinaire, uh, going to be, uh, handling Marshall Ramsey. Uh, now you're talking coming up in just a little while, but, um, thanks Deborah. 
No, thank you, Java. Really appreciate it. And Kevin, I hope you're having a blast wherever you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we missed that Kevin didn't give us our call, but it's okay. We love him anyway. All right. <laughs> Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was engineered today by Michelle McAdoo, who I believe was also our call screener. For Deborah Hunter, I'm Java Chapman, and stay tuned for Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey and the Southern Remedy at 11. And make sure you join us next Monday at 9 for Deep South Dining, only on MPB Think Radio.